I'm glad we found Opal. Today is Ash Wednesday, when we ponder the fact that we are dust, and to dust we shall return. When we inevitably wrestle with the question of our own significance in the scheme of things. I mean, think about it. What if that's all there is in the end? Dust. What if that's all we are in the end? Dust. At a time when science increasingly commands our attention and shapes our imaginations on a whole host of topics, climate change notwithstanding, it's worth asking what we have in the end if all we have is a scientific worldview. Perhaps all we have is the reduction of people to the physical matter that makes us up. We are, scientifically speaking, made up of a handful of elements on the periodic table. When we have breathed our last, we take the form of dust. This is not a newsflash, I understand. But as human beings who struggle with our own significance in a vast universe, this is not exactly good news. Seems to suggest a rather meaningless existence. Why do we put it first and foremost, front and center, at a Christian worship service. No one has put this better, the transient, fleeting nature of our lives, at least no one more lyrically than the rock band Kansas in a memorable song a few years ago. (laughs) I don't know, was that in the 90s or right after the turn of the century maybe? Dust in the Wind is the name of the the song. Let's listen to that first verse and look at the words. cracked zero degrees. Doesn't that pick up your spirits a little bit? (laughs) Nope. It's a powerful picture of being lost, isn't it? 
But what if the wind that's referenced there, the dust in the wind, is actually breath? Do we have a different sort of image then? Lisa just read uh, these words. Then the Lord God formed man from the dust of the ground and breathed into his nostrils the breath of life, Genesis 3.7. To the eyes of faith, we are dust in the wind, but the wind is the wind of God, a breath that has found us and given us life. This image is very intimate, so it should come as no surprise that we are worth a lot to God. Our worth, like a particular flock of sheep to the shepherd who cares for them. A shepherd who will leave the 99 to find the one who was lost, as was just demonstrated for us. Now, this may not be the case for all shepherds everywhere, But it is for the shepherd in a parable Jesus once told his followers. Jesus told uh, parables to teach his followers and anyone who would listen about the kingdom of God, the way things are in God's world. During Lent, we will explore the parables that Jesus told in Matthew. In this parable, we learn how God regards his children, even and especially the least of these, the lost of these. In nature, the sheep who is lost has probably gone forever. In God's kingdom, that sheep is priceless. Big difference. Like the difference between nature's wind and the wind of God. In a world defined only by science, a world flattened by facts and physicality, the wind finally does scatter us as worthless dust particles in the wind. But in the kingdom of God, we are members of a community formed by the breath and providence of God. And in that kingdom, in that community, no one remains lost. The shepherd who symbolizes God's love in Jesus will drop everything, even leaving the 99, in order to gather in the one who is lost. Does it sound extravagant? Does it sound reckless? Does it sound a little bit crazy? Such is the compassion God has for the lost. We learn in our text that nothing prompts more joy and celebration with God than finding the one who is lost. This is a promise I would submit that we need to hear. Life often leaves us scattered or it simply scatters our soul. Divorce and death leave us emotional orphans. Loss of a job can leave us feeling disregarded and disenfranchised. Feeling as though you're different and don't fit in can leave one feeling isolated. Losing one's way 
in life, for whatever reason, can make us feel just plain lost. For those plagued with shame or guilt, our self-worth can feel like so much dust scattered to a random wind. To all of us, and it is all of us when we're honest, in our various forms of lostness and isolation, tonight God tells you that you are dust in the wind, the wind of God, a wind that does not scatter but gathers up, a shepherd who seeks the lost. This is the way God's kingdom works. But of course today is Ash Wednesday. None of this changes the fact that we all will still die and literally physically become dust. Is not death the journey where no one can follow us and find us? Theologian Carl Broughton has written a little book entitled Jesus, God's Representative and Ours. In it, he explores the theme that Jesus is our representative and our advocate, always a voice on our behalf, especially when our own voice is faltering. Well, as Broughton points out, in death, we literally have no voice. We have been silenced. That is like being lost from the flock with no hope of being gathered again. Yet even then, when we have been silenced by death, Jesus, the Good Shepherd, finds us and speaks for us. He speaks for the uniqueness of our identity, for the incomparable worth of our person. In so doing, we are dust reanimated by the wind of God. We are the lost sheep who will return. As the great hymn, Amazing Grace, reminds us in the very first verse, I once was lost, but now am found. Singing this in the form of a prayer, uh, please join me if you like. Amazing grace, how sweet the sound that saved a wretch like me. I once was lost, but now am found, was blind, but now I see. Dust in the wind? Maybe, but what a wind it is. Amen.